Well, Jane has left Mr. Race. With Laura and Cokie, she moved to the Ace's bungalow in town. The argument is over an attractive widow to whom Mr. Race has sold the farm. After selling the farm, Mr. Race, Marge, and Betty tried to get into the bungalow, but found Cokie guarding the door and were turned away. This episode takes place the next morning in alternating scenes between the bungalow and Mr. Race's real estate office. But first to the bungalow. The phone rings and Jane answers it. Listen. Hello? Oh, Cokie, why do you keep calling up here all the time? You're running me rugged answering this phone. Yes, I know, but I'll bet this is the tenth time you've called up if you're a day. I can't be... Oh, who asked you to shadow him? Who do you think you are, Sherlock Holmes? Well, all right, then. From now on, you make your reports to Laura. I'm not going to be... Well, Cokie, I hate to get sarcastic and do this, but... There, I hate to do it, but from now on... Laura! Laura, why don't you answer this phone when it rings? Did you call me, ma'am? Yes, I called you. Can't you hear this phone ringing? Why don't you answer it? Well, I was going to, but I heard you talking. And besides, I knew it was Cokie, and I didn't think it was important. I'll say the world is not important. That's the tenth time he's called up today. And all he says is, Cokie reporting all's well. Yes, ma'am, he's bailing the mischief. Well, who asked him to? I'm sure I didn't. Who asked him to stand downstairs in front of the office building? And watch everybody that comes and goes. And suppose he does come up to see him, or he goes to see her, or vice versa. Who cares? I'm sure I don't. Do I? Well, if you'll pardon the expression, ma'am, I think you do. I do. Uh, Laura, go back to your work. Yes, ma'am. I declare a person is the person a question around here, and just because the person says this. Laura, stop yes. talking behind your back. Yes, ma'am. What did you say just now? Well, ma'am, I just said you asked me a question and I answered you that all. Well, you got the wrong answer. You know I don't care what he does. That's not what you were saying this morning, ma'am. I was saying when? I heard you talking to yourself, ma'am. Oh, eavesdropping. Oh, no, ma'am. I heard you talking in here, and I thought you was calling me, and I come to the door, and I heard you talking to yourself, and you were saying, is a man worth fighting for? Oh, you heard that, huh? Yes, ma'am. I was just trying to figure out if I should call her up and tell her that I was going to fight for him. I don't know, Laura. Is a man worth fighting for? Well, ma'am. Well, if a woman's husband is so girlable that he falls for the first blonde that comes along, should a wife fight for him? Well, ma'am, is he worth it? That's what I mean. And suppose he does save him from one woman by hook or ladder. How does he know he won't fall for the next one and the next one? Eccentric, eccentric. Well, as I was saying, That's ma'am. what I've been asking myself over and over. First, I thought I ought to go and see this Mrs. Adams and tell her to leave my husband alone or else. Then I thought, suppose she says, or else what? I wouldn't know what to say. You could say, or else you'd wipe up the floor with her. That's just it. I said that to myself, too. And then, suppose she dares me to. Well, do it, ma'am. Wipe up the floor with her. Yes, and then what do I do after I get up? After you get up? Sure, you know she could lick me. Well, you have to fight me. Well, that's just it. Is a man worth fighting for? Well, ma'am, I... Should I go to see her or not? That's what I've been asking myself. I know if I start a fight, I wouldn't have a go to the chance. 
But is it worth it? Well, it all depends on the man, ma'am. What do you mean? Well, ma'am, I mean, if he's even fighting, sir. If he's worth it, then what you want to do is as plain as the nose on your face, ma'am. Oh, don't get personal, Laura. You should talk about noses. Uh, what do you mean, if he's worth it? Oh, I mean, if you really love somebody, ma'am, you oughtn't to give him up for all the tea in China. There's no tea in China. Oh, yes, ma'am. China, T-H-I-N-A, there's no tea. Oh, no, ma'am. I mean, for all the tea in China. Oh, no tea that you drink. Oh, if that's Kofi again. You answer it, Laura. Yes, ma'am. And tell him I'm not here. Yes, ma'am. And tell him to stop calling up here so many times. Hello? Is that you, Kofi? Well, no, she's not here. Well, tell her what? Oh, they did. All right, I'll tell her. But don't you call up here any... Oh, he hung up, ma'am. What did he say? I didn't get a chance to tell him he up. Oh, what did he say ahead of that? Oh, um, he said Miss Marge and Mr. Neal just went into the office building. Marge and Neal, my two best friends, especially Marge. To think that they would be on his side at a time like this. I am surprised about Miss Marge. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I can't worry about her now when I've got this other worry on my mind. Should I go to see her or not? Is a man worth fighting for? I keep asking myself over and over. Well, maybe you just sit down long enough to listen to two well I don't want to sit down. Don't bother me. Why don't you two go away? The man's going to be difficult, Marge. Yes, I see he is. What do you think? Well, first a little persuasive talk, then if that fails, half Nelson. Oh, why half Nelson? Why not give him the word? I think we'd better try to reason with him first. That's wild to me. I don't think there's any reason left. Now look, that. you two kiddies, you just run along. I'm not in the mood for clowning, and I'm certainly not going to stand for you two interfering in my affairs. Oh, the man admits the affairs. Pretty bad oh. case, I told you. Isn't this awful? Will you two go away? Now look, my friend, we're here to help you. Oh, I was afraid of that. I don't want help. If she's silly enough to believe the things she does, she can go on believing. Them. I don't care. Oh, but I do. If you think I enjoy being thrown out of my comfortable room at your modest little bungalow, you're mistaken. I want to get back. I'm not going to sleep in Mrs. Adams' suite at the hotel another minute. The idea of that woman buying a farm on the spur of the moment and turning us out. The idea of you letting her. Oh, did I know that Jane had run off to the bungalow? Didn't I think we could move right back into it? Now, this bickering isn't getting anywhere. Why don't you listen to this little plan I've concocted and give me your okay? I won't okay anything. Well, at least you'll listen. Marge and I thought this up and we're going through with it. Going through with what? The man's getting reasonable. Hurry, Neil, before it wears off. Marge, off. will you please stop kidding? This is serious with me. I'm glad you realize it. Now, the thing we have to do is to make Jane see the truth. And I'm going to make a it. Oh, but how? She believes the worst. Let her go on believing. Now, that isn't nice. The oh. thing to do is to make her see the light. Now, I'm going to run out to the farm and explain the whole thing to Mrs. Adams. And I'm going to bring her back to town with me and make her explain it to Jane. Everything that's happened. Well? Well, I don't like Mrs. Adams mixed up in it's this. It's the only what way. What can you lose? You've sold the lady to the farm. She can't back out. She's paid for it. Well... Oh, she won't want to get involved in explaining something to Jane that didn't even happen. You leave that to me. I think with my charm, I can persuade the lady. With infinite charm. Yes, thank you, my dear. With my infinite charm, I can make the lady see that he's innocently responsible for breaking up a man's home. But it sounds so silly, especially since it's so ridiculous. Of course, that's just the point. I'll make her see that it'll only take a few words from her to make things right again. How about it, Abe? Let him do it. 
let him. I can't stop him. Good. Then I'm commissioned? Well, if you think it will do any good, Neil. Oh, yes, it will. Between Neil and Mrs. Adams, they shouldn't have any trouble making Jane see she's worried about nothing. I can't get over her. Imagine her even thinking anything like that. I wonder if she's worth making this fuss over. Oh, hey. Oh, I mean, if she's going through life suspecting things like that. Uh, if you want any more, not after Mrs. Adams explains it to her. Of course, you'll see how silly she was. And I'm going to have her apologize to me if it's the last thing we'll I do. We'll attend to that when the time comes. In the meanwhile, you, young man, off to the war. Oh, wish me luck. You call me and let me know the minute everything's straightened out, will I you? will. So long, eh? So long. Oh, how do I get into things like this, Margot? You know how. It's your own fault. My fault? Now, if you told Jane that you had a deal on to sell the farm to this Mrs. Adams, this wouldn't have happened, would it? No, and another thing that wouldn't have happened is that I wouldn't have sold the farm. Oh, nonsense. Well, that's the way Mr. Neff felt. He's a partner here, and it was his instructions I was carrying out. Well, then don't blame Jane too much. Blame Neff. Oh, I'll be glad when this is straightened out. How do you like the way she acted last night, actually turning us out of our own home? Well, after listening to that recording, between you and Mrs. Adams, what was she to say? Sounded as if you were plotting to get her out of the way, didn't it? Oh, I never dreamed. I can't. Well, I tell you, I'm really considering the question whether it's worth straightening out. Now, stop talking like that. You know it's going to be eventually. Yeah, maybe after a struggle. And isn't she something to struggle for? Come on now, isn't she? Oh, well. <laughs> Close enough to a yes, I suppose. Now, you leave the rest of it to Neil. He'll have it all fixed up by tonight. We're fighting for, and I did fight for him, and I got him back. He's going to be very conceited from now on to think that I would fight for him. Yes, ma'am. I guess he would. All men are conceited, I guess. I don't know if I should fear or not. Do you think I should? Well, it's like I said, ma'am. If you think... Oh, who's that now? I'll answer it, ma'am. It's probably Cokie again. Well, if it is, I'm going to get good mad. Why can't Hello? Yes, Mrs. Oh, let me talk to him. He doesn't even say hello. He just says, Cokie reporting. Hello, what do you want, Cokie? Why don't you stop calling? So what? He went out alone and left Marge up there. So what? Well, if you're wondering where he went, why didn't you trail him? No money for a taxi. Well, what did you do with that dog I gave you this morning? Well, who told you to spend all those nickels for phone calls? It serves you right. If you can spend a dollar on telephone calls, there's no use talking. Now, you come right back here and behave yourself. Goodbye, then. Spend a dollar for phone calls. A dollar? Well, he didn't call up here that many times. No, but every time he goes into the drugstore to use the phone, he says he hates to go out without buying something. So he's been buying ice cream cones and chewing gum and, oh, he's going to get sick. Did he say Mr. Neal left the office? Yes, and Mark stayed there. So what? I don't know what it's all about. Besides, I've got worries of my own. I wish people would leave me alone so I can think things over. Well, man, it's just like I said, Nick. I'm not asking you, Laura. But you just make sure to go to jail. I said it to myself, and when I want an answer, I'll give it. Yes, ma'am. Now, you just leave me alone, will you please? You just go ahead and do your work. Yes, ma'am. I declare how some people can enjoy talking to themselves they can't understand for the life of them. Oh, I don't know. To see or not to see, that is the question. 
As the melancholy Jane goes into her soliloquy, little does she know that she's going to see the widow, whether she wants to or not. That is, if Neil's plan works. All of which we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces.